And it got weird. And it got really weird. So oh, we stopped. By weird, you mean you put glasses on? No. That's weird. Is it? Why is it? It's weird. You don't usually wear glasses. No, but you've known me probably. I don't know. Well, let's talk about it on the air. <laughs> Will we? Welcome to episode 304. I'm Ian Boothby. And I'm David Dedrick. And this guy here is giving me some guff because I put on a pair of glasses. Now yeah, he's all horizing me. So uh, which, again, this he wears glasses. Yeah, so it's like, I'm not taking that from a from a fellow four eyes. That doesn't stop the shame. Well, I'm going sh- to shame you anyway. Uh, you're going to cite shame <laughs> because my vision isn't good. That's you're right. going to make fun of me. I can't believe that you're seeing so well. Ha ha ha. Wearing glasses. It's the, it's the old complaint, like, uh, it's 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 kind of a hack comedy thing, but, you know, the old, someone puts on your glasses, tries them on, goes, oh, man, you're blind, mm, mm. but no one, like, puts in your hearing aid and goes, oh, you're so deaf, <laughs> or gets in your wheelchair, whoa, are you ever quadriplegic, you know, you just don't do it, you know, but for some reason, it's okay to do it with vision. Yeah. No, I thought yeah. I'd wear my glasses today, and uh, you've probably known me more years wearing glasses than not wearing glasses, so this shouldn't be, like, an incredible shock i don't remember you wearing glasses that much when we were when i was in school yeah i don't remember you wearing glasses then oh, i would wear glasses sure yeah you hmm. know i know you wouldn't because you were uh, we've been through this where you would put in the contact lenses and wear them for a, a month <laughs> i did wear glasses i did wear glasses then i wear a pair of tortoiseshell whatever you call the i'm probably the similar style to what i'm wearing now i've gone full circle <laughs> yep. uh yes my cheeks can see quite clearly now with many glasses but um yeah I did have to. I eventually had to collapse and, and wear glasses because I could no longer see other people, mm-hmm. and that pretty much told me when I was walking by friends on the bus right. and not recognizing them, it was time to put my glasses on yeah. or get, actually when, get glasses. And then when you started going out with uh, Lisa, you said to her, uh, "I want to see other people," mm-hmm. and uh, she took it the wrong way, didn't she did. realizing that yeah. you want to wear glasses That's right. now. That she broke uh, my glasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so happened. Uh, well, when I met Lisa, actually, she didn't wear glasses. She actually had perfect vision, and then. Uh, I don't know what happened. Now she wears glasses. <laughs> I, it's it's contagious. Yeah, maybe you just blind people. Maybe that's why I got to wear these yeah, things it's, now. Yeah, it's so disgusting because Eve can see, even with when I'm wearing glasses, she can mm-hmm. see so much farther and so much clearer than me that if we're somewhere and I'm trying to see something, I'm just like, what does that say? You know, and she just like turns her like eagle eye cl- eyes, yeah. her bionic eyes, and just like, oh, it says that. Yeah, but she, then she sees stuff that we don't want to see. We turn a blind eye. To <laughs> we turn certain a blind. Yes. No, I had to, I had the LASIK surgery uh, about ten years ago or so, mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah, but you know, as you as you go on, uh, the the distance uh, you need to wear like light glasses. Like mm-hmm. these are pretty reasonable. I, I can I can go without them or I can go with them. And I decided to put them on today, and I got a whole bunch of shit from my friend. So that's the way that goes. <laughs> well, the ch- bullying never yeah, stops. Never stops. Never, never stops. Yes, I'm here to make sure that happens. Yeah, I went to uh, get uh, LASIK surgery, but I ended up at the wrong place. It was the Lazy K Ranch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happened? What kind of surgery did they give you? <laughs> I wish I could think of a funny pun that was based around a ranch, and they can't. Uh, they steered me wrong. Oh, very good. That's pretty good. Not bad. <laughs> For guys around horses so often, <laughs> yes, I know. you really should have a, I, a few more of well, those I do, loaded up. I do have a ton, and I used to torment the girls by saying, sadly, we'll have to go. Rain it in, girls. You know, Don't yeah. bridle at my little puns here, but you know, I don't want to stir up any trouble. 
But, you know, it just goes on and on. And so they were against that? They were na naysayers? <laughs> they were naysayers, yes. Eventually, yeah. they uh, yeah, it was terrible. They locked me in a stall one time and left me in the barn overnight. Okay, fair enough. And I don't blame them. All right. I don't blame them at all. And now, moving from uh, from horses to the elephant in the room. Yeah. Uh, we're starting this show a little uh, later we're than we normally would. We're very late today. I got lots of texts from you going, like, I'm going to be 15 minutes late. I'm going to be half hour late. It's going to be an hour late. Uh, new phone, who dis? And then, <laughs> and then again, exactly. like, it's going to be even later. Uh, so so uh, are you are you okay with saying what's happened? Yeah. Oh, I, you're wearing a you're wearing a, a, large, a white band, meaning oh. someone was born because you would wear a black one if someone died. So I assume <laughs> a white one is? is. Yeah. There's been a birth. That's what it is. A birth. I I gave birth to a, a yes. There is sort of a birth in my arm. Uh, I was doing something at work and I fell and I gow, gashed my arm on some metal. Oh my god. So six stitches later. So I went to get stitches. I decided to not. Let the seeping wound story continue on. It seemed, right. I got a lot of chaff last time for that one. So yeah, absolutely. So you went to the place of the hospital where you get uh, stitches. So I didn't go to a hospital. Of course, there was a bunch of snitches in front of you. That's because right. they, <laughs> they first getting, of all they get stitches. That is That's the problem. Canadian healthcare Canadian snitches healthcare. get snitches. Snitches get stitches. Uh, I did not go to uh, the emergency because I just thought that would be like forever. So I went to a walk-in clinic. Um, you know, which there are many. Right. There are many all over, but I didn't realize this is that they have a they have a um they have a what's the word I'm looking for? There's a limit that to many amount of people who can go to a walk in clinic per day, like how many people they can take per True. day. There's a limit. Right. Uh so luckily this one had not reached this limit. Uh, right. when so we, when a bloody arm guy walks the, in. The yeah, the ones they that were probably closer, would not turn you away. If you were a bloody arm guy. I may I don't know. Yeah, I no, guess not. No, I guess probably. Away, yeah. yeah. But um yeah, the ones that were closer to to my work were already because I guess they're an industrial area. There are already guys getting stitches there. So and also the snitch problem yeah. just fills up so quickly. So all the ones around us were were uh, were like they they had reached their their limits, so their capacity for the day. So I had to go to a different one farther away, a longer drive, and then it was I guess it was part walk-in clinic, part doctor's office, which I didn't realize because mm -hmm. when I got in there, there was very few people. And I thought, gold. So that's when I wrote you and said, half hour late. So I figured, yep. this looks like a 15-minute wait. Going to get in. Doctor's going to do her thing. Yeah. But I didn't realize that it was also a doctor's office. So there are other people coming in. And I was like, poor suckers after me. And then they were getting called in before me because they had appointments. That's right. So That's how it works at all, almost all the walking. Yeah, I didn't. Like you can book an appointment. Yeah. But the, you book an appointment like three or four weeks in mm, advance. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know. Yeah, it was a little, a little unfair. I was there before them. But... Uh, so it took a while for, for, for me to get in, and then uh, I, I got in. Now, the doctor, who's a woman, and I have nothing against ladies, as you well know. <laughs> yeah, okay. But it makes me uncomfortable. Did you tell her that when you first walked? Yeah, when she came in, I said, it's okay. <laughs> I'm okay with lady doctors. It's fine. Don't worry. I'm, I know I have a reputation for complaining about That's this, right. but I, it's not, and not she, me. And she, and she said, so you're the guy with the hurt arm? Yeah, then put your pants back on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't know where they start. I can get something stitched yeah. up. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um, so, but I'm uncomfortable with people who have like stuff in their face, like jewelry in their face. Okay, like, I'm not comfortable with that. And what was in it? What was in her? Well, she face? had the nose thing, which was okay. Nose but it was ring or nose nose stud? stud thing. But it wasn't like a subtle, like you know, like some people have like a subtle one, and it's it kind of looks like a silver pimple, and you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm glad you're. Yeah, I'm glad you're that confident in your complexion that you're willing to allow people to mistake what you haven't. You know, but no, this was like this sort of like here I am butterfly thing on face on right. in nose, and then it was so big there was like a a gold kind of like backer that was in her nostril that I could see. Okay, I didn't enjoy that. And then she had another <laughs> one, 
Okay. And like her lip, like her upper lip. Right. And it was like this there mm-hmm. for no reason. Like, why is it there? I don't need to see that. Do that at home. You're a professional person. You shouldn't uh-huh. be walking around with this junk in it's your her face. Office. What happened if she there was? She does whatever she wants. It's what her happened? Office. No. Here's the question, though. What happens if, for some reason, industrial uh-huh. action accident, I have an I have an electromagnet stuck inside me? Right. Like she can't help me then. It's true. Yeah. You didn't think probably, of that, did you? Like all the doctor equipment would like just fly towards you and impale you anyway. <laughs> probably would. Uh, so yeah. So she she uh, it was interesting though. I you know like if you're gonna have something happen to you, better be interesting. So it was fun getting it was fun getting the stitches. I <laughs> know. I would say if you're gonna have something happen to you, let it be painless and quick. Mm, no, that was fine. It wasn't actually that painful. Like there was a little bit of blood, but because it was basically like in my where I where I got it, it was in my forearm. Okay. Uh, kind of the side of my forearm is All where right. the stitches are, and that's a meaty part. Meaty part. The the first aid guy at work kept telling me that he could see the fat in my arm, and I was just I kind of bristled at that. I was like, there's, "What do you mean fat in my arm? These are like rocks." Oh no, there's a little fat there. You're right. Um, but yeah, you could see like he could see the layers in because it was like a big cut, and I could make it talk. Oh, my stars. Okay. I could make it talk. It was kind of fun. I was had a bleeding talking cut right. for a while at work, much to the amusement of everyone. Yeah, doing your senior wenches. <laughs> but it was one of those things. That's right. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, Close the wound. <laughs> It's one of those things where people walk in, they're like, oh, Dave, I heard you, ooh, you know, like this. Everyone's yeah. like, ooh. Now, did you, did you hurt yourself early in the day or late? No, this was about quarter, 10 after 4. And so. so they let you go from work? Yeah, they let me go early to go good, and good. get stitches. Yeah, I mean, terrible. even if it happened early in the day, I would, they would have made me go and get stitches. Oh, of course they would have. Yeah. Good, good. All right. I was just wondering. Um, so, but, you know, it was later in the day. So that was, it was fine. I didn't feel too guilty about leaving because we were pretty... We're pretty pretty busy, and then another person had already left for the day. Yeah. He, he's been well, having some guilty. his You've own issues. You've got a cash in your arm. Yeah, that's what I. So so you uh, went to the first aid station at work first yes, of all. Yes, that's right. And did someone know what to do? Yep. Okay. Yep, but they didn't do very much because they just said, "Well, you're gonna need to get this stitch." So you I don't want to drive yourself to the thing, did you? I wanted to. With your wound. Yeah, it's fine. I had a bandage on. Okay. Why? Uh, it's just you know. You that's don't fine. Know. Like you know, if you can see uh, the layers of fat. <laughs> If there's, you can see how long that it much, would be for to listen, cook your arm. It's a, if I could realistically assume, like, you know what? I could cook this arm yeah. mm, about five minutes <laughs> and just get a nice medium rare because I can really see through it and get those layers of fat. Yeah. You know, then, Let, then it's probably okay. a good idea right. to, like, get a cab. Just, or, just one thing here. Let's, yeah. let's, not, let's not go with layers of fat. Layer. It's a thin, thin layer of fat. Okay. Because I'm, I'm a fairly thin guy. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of fat on me. I'm okay. a fairly lean. Right. You know, there's a comfortable layer, you know, just to make me cuddly. Okay. But, I, you know, let's just not call it layers. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I like that that's the thing that bothers that's you That's more painful situation. than the, the wound. So how did you how did you get this uh, injury? What, what happened? I was, I was, was, it, was, I was not, cl- I just want to say, it yeah. was my fault. Okay. I was not climbing. Wait, uh, for insurance purposes, should you say it was your fault? For? for workers' compensation, for, for different reasons? Yeah, it should was. Should you say it, it was, was your fault? It was my fault. Wait, but should you say that? I don't know. It was my fault. But should you say that? I have no idea. It was that bird's fault that was flying by. It distracted okay, me. Good. Yeah, it distracted we me. We have to do workers' compensation at uh, at this office that mm-hmm. you're in right now. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say you came in with this wound. Yes. I don't have to cover this. You don't have to cover this at all. You don't have to all fill right. in any forms. If you like rub this against a microphone and something goes wrong. Okay. Yeah. All right. So so what happened? Uh, so I was just I was trying to get some stuff down off of a tall tallish shelf. And I was standing on my tippy toes. Okay, sounds. I'm really, I'm really downplaying it here because I'm not allowed to say what I actually was doing. Okay. Because of legal things. So I was not climbing mm-hmm. on a rack, standing up, you know, f- five feet or more in the air. Okay. 
This is not what I was doing. Okay. And I was not trying to push a bunch of heavy steel off of this rack towards someone down below. Okay. And then I didn't go to step over onto another rack and miss my step and then plunge down onto the steel with my arm and then gouge it against some sharp edges. Now this is, That did not happen at all. Now, to be fair, this is your right arm, not this one is, you use for a lot of things. This is what I use for everything. Oh, wait. Yeah. That was kind of dumb. I'm not saying it wasn't dumb. Okay. But, you know, these things happen in life. This is a terrible thing, but, like, when uh, I'm talking to my wife about, you know, we go, like, bike riding or something. Say to her, like, yeah. if you're falling off your bike, mm-hmm. bl- like, land on your left hand because your other one's your drawing <laughs> hand. And, uh, and but you know, always yell out, like, your bread and butter hand. That's yeah. the bread and butter hand. Yeah, yeah. Don't block a fall with that. Mm-hmm. You know, a guy's coming at you with a knife. You lift your left arm. But it wouldn't and, be uh, wouldn't feel natural, would it? You naturally want to put your. That's right why you got to train, and that's why you got to like when you're going out and doing anything. Do fall training? Yeah, when we're saying like uh, it's a slippery day, mm-hmm. uh, you go out in the ice. You go like, hey, hon, remember, remember, yeah, fall on your left arm if you fall. Okay. Yeah. I just had this nightmarish thought that I hadn't turned on the recorder, but it's okay. <laughs> I had. We would have had. We're gonna have a little bit of a shorter show today because yeah, because be. this. We would have had a much shorter show if that was if that, <laughs> that was, the, was case. the case. So are you yes. are you in pain? Are you in right now? No, no, it's fine. I mean, it's. It's fine. It's fine. It didn't really hurt that much. Like, it surprisingly did. It, there was a bit of blood, but mm-hmm. it stopped pretty soon. Uh, like I say, it was a meaty part. So there wasn't like, it wasn't like a vascular, you know, it wasn't like a lot of veins and stuff running okay. through there. And then uh, it stopped. It, it was deep. That was the only thing. It's about a quarter of an inch deep, I think. Yeah. It's hard for me to see it. I could sort of see it enough to make, make it talk by squeezing it. It is pretty it. deep. Yeah. It is pretty deep. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not deep. Yeah. That's why everyone went, ugh. <laughs> they saw it. You know, you're kind of like, oh, I expected a scrape. And then you, ooh. So yeah, it was uh, you know six stitches. That's a fair amount, I think, for yes, a cut. That's a fair. That's a fair amount. Okay. But it was interesting because uh, it's been a while since I had stitches. I, we talked about it a long time ago about my getting stitches in my top of my head. Right. We also talked a shorter time ago about my getting stitches under my arm. That's right. Yeah. That's right. We do a lot of stitch talk. We do. You know what? This should be a section on the show. Okay. This is called Stitch and Bitch, where we complain about our oh, stitches. Oh wow. Uh, welcome to. Are this. we? We're angry about them. How about cross stitch? Does it mean we're cross-talking about stitches? No, no, we're angry about them. Well, stitch and bitch really is much better. All right, everybody, here's a new section on the show, that a segment on the show that hopefully we will not make a regular <laughs> thing. Stitch and bitch. I didn't. Oh, Dave, stitches, eh? Yeah, I, so, I like getting mine. No, you, no, you didn't like getting <laughs> yeah, yours. It was, it was interesting. Okay, it's interesting, but yeah, you don't yeah, want fun. more. No, no, I don't, I'm not going to go around hurting myself, but it, it wasn't terrible. It was actually kind of pleasant. Was it unpleasant? It was okay. interesting. Like I didn't like the most unpleasant part of it. I guess was getting the tetanus shot, which I, 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 second after, in the butt or where are you? Gonna, you know what? You I asked for that and they wouldn't do it. Or in the arm. That's really weird because you already had your pants off. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I'm like, glad you enjoyed that so much. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, that tetanus shot. You know, was like kind of like wasn't that much. It wasn't really bad. And then... <laughs> Sorry. I'm actually thinking this because oh. you were so uncomfortable around her and she's asking you like, so where do you want the uh, where do you want the uh, shot? Do you like it in the in the butt? Do you want it in the arm? And you're just, uh, the, the nose! Because <laughs> it's just you're so uncomfortable. <laughs> and you have to get it right, li- in the, right in the nose. Yeah. 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 The No, I think they do in the meat of your arm. It's a very, it's a, it's a very small needle. It's not like a blood, mm-hmm. you know, not getting well, You blood know what's taken. nice though? It's tonight you could go walk on rusty nails and you'd be fine. I'll be fine. No fine for, problem. For 10 to 15 years. I think Is that right? That's a, like a long, no lockjaw for you. No lockjaw for me. And then, uh, and then she put, uh, freezing around the cut. So that, you know, had a little bit of a, like a bee sting sort of a hurt. Sure. So not bad. And then, then it was like frozen and I could feel nothing. Mm-hmm. And then she like, 
She did them in individual. I always thought when they did stitches, they stitched you like they were you were sewing up some clothes. You know, like it was just like one long stitch. They just kind of keep pulling out the stitch and then circling back around and yeah. pulling it tight. No, 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 it's a series of small stitches, like yeah. small little loops that they put in. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was pretty interesting. Nice. So I enjoyed so, watching that happen. Is this a dissolvable or get it? Out no, I'll have, to, I'll have to go back in. Uh, I think I'll go back in on Friday to get them pulled out. Okay, and then we'll have more uh, stitch and bitch uh, next week uh, to talk. No, about that. the week after because I I'm gonna do it the day after the show. Oh, very good. Okay. I don't want to. She said I should come in Thursday, but I'll go in, I'll go on Friday because I don't want to have this happen again where I'm there for four hours. Okay. Well, let me just say, uh, be careful at work. Thank you. All right. Don't I actually you, am don't really careful at work, Except, but uh, you know, well, today you've got you know, it only takes a little. It's what happens when you're rushing, you know, what? and you're trying to do stuff quickly. And, and... I, would you say that today you shook hands with danger? You know what? I think you're right. I think uh, shook hands with danger. Ding 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 ding. What a movie that is. If you guys get a chance saw. to see Shake Hands with Danger, see if maybe Dave can put it up mm-hmm. if you'll find it. I'll uh, find it. I used to do a show where we would dub over old uh, videos, and one of them, this was an instructional video on on how to be safe in the workplace, and it's got some uh, really silly graphic violence and also some graphic graphic violence. Yeah, some terrible graphic violence. Well, there's things like people getting their their hands chopped off that are clearly a wax hand that they filled with. I know, blood. but it's still. Blah. I know, but when you see it's a wax hand. But the idea of it happening to yeah. someone real, it's. That's what you know. That's what's disturbing. It's really, uh, it's really a shame that we uh, made fun of it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so now again, you know, because it's a shorter show, we got to take care of business, Dave. Business. Take care of business. Okay. Uh, uh, next week we're going to have another guest on the show. Uh, well, a guest, an audience member. Yes. We're going to have an audience member. We're not going to say we're who it is. We're going to have a contest winner. Contest winner. We're not going to say who it is, and they're going to be sitting here. Yes. And have to listen to our bullshit. Yep. Okay. Luckily, it wasn't this week, or it would have been a real disaster. Right. Uh, but there's one person that we're we're st- we're trying to hunt down. We're trying to hunt down uh, Crystal King, who was the uh, third place winner. <laughs> Not really places, but no, there's no place. she was the one drawn third. Yeah. Crystal. Crystal, I wrote to you on Saturday via the Sneaky Dragon Facebook page because you contacted me via the Sneaky Dragon Facebook page. So I assumed you were on Facebook, but I don't know if you're like having a sulk about Facebook and you decided you're going to turn off all social media. I don't know. Some people do that every once in a while. Anyway, so then I wrote, then I just got all creepy and wrote like right on, right to her directly as myself, David Edrick, uh, and said, you know, I wrote to you the other day and didn't hear from you, so I'm trying this again. And she First of all, first of all, you wrote, I just want to let you know, I'm cool with women doctors. Lady doctors. Oh, lady doctors. That was that TV pilot that you uh, were trying to get sold in the 80s, lady doctors. Uh, Police ladies in the 80s. Police ladies in the 80s? Yeah, that was a great show. I like police ladies in the 80s. Make that show for real. Uh, and then, yeah, the spin-off lady doctors. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Crystal. So please, uh, what you can do is write to us at sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. That's sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. Those are letters. Send us yeah. send us an email. Shoot us an email, and then we'll get in touch. We'll, we'll arrange uh, a day for you to come in and sit here and uh, be bored listening to us. And then afterwards, we'll talk. take you to White Spot. And afterwards... You'll have fun by eating a hamburger. Yeah. And uh, we'll even uh, go for dessert if you want, like at, at yep. the white spot. We're not going to go to a second location. Let's not go crazy. Okay. We're going to we're gonna have yeah. a brownie, maybe the chocolate cake. <laughs> I like the chocolate cake. Chocolate cake seems a bit too big. It's not as good as it used to be. The... How many layers is that cake? 24. Is there, yeah. I was going to there, are there more layers to the cake than the skin that you were able to see? More through? layers of fat in my arm. I mean, more layers of cake than layers of fat in my arm. Right. Okay. That's fair. Anyway, uh, you know, it's uh, we've been. Please don't say layers. Okay, we will not say layers. We will okay. we will not do that. All right. Uh, back to back to business again. We're doing segments because you know it's a short show. Dave. Yes. 
Uh, last time uh, we spoke to you, uh, one of your chickens was sick. Still sick. Okay. Still sick, but recovering, getting so this stronger. Is talk. So this, this is, is chick talk. Yeah, chick talk. Sick chick talk. Okay, ready for it? Ready? Ready? I'll start it. You finish it. Ready? Chick talk. Nice. So, you know, Noisy is the same old Noisy. She's sulking in her chicken coop. She's she's not getting out, getting about. But to be fair to Noisy, I think Lisa, who loves animals, loves everybody, her way of showing her love is to feed you. Mm-hmm. And I think Noisy is suffering from, I can only say, fatness. Oh, okay. So she's, she does have the layers. She's fat. She's she she's got the, the layers. layers of fatness. And now, she's, is, now, is Lisa mm-hmm. feeling her like chicken soup? Chick, chicken soup. Yes, that's is right. That Chickens you... love chicken soup. We try to. What we try to do is turn all our animals into cannibals. That's every. You know, we feed well, the dogs. Your other show. We feed uh, the dogs. Like all animals are cannibals. <laughs> uh, cannibal animals. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> uh, we feed the dogs. Dog. Yep. We feed the cats. Cat. Obviously, and then the chickens eat chicken soup. Mm. Uh, we. Well, it's a little more complicated than that. The cat has ketchup. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> dog, dogs eat dogfish. Okay. And the chickens have chicken soup. And what do you have? What do I have? What do I have? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good... Uh, dad's Cookies. Dad, dad's Cookies. Well, that's my name. David Andrew Dedrick. Dad. Yeah, you're also a father. So there you go. That's right. Oh, so many levels. Oh, so many There's so levels. many layers to it. Oh, layers. <laughs> Speaking of layers, um, we haven't had... Chicken mu- layers. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Layers, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, we haven't had much in the way of eggs from Noisy, though, and I don't know what her problem is. We've... Uh, I noticed when I was putting her away the other day in her in her chicken coop. Actually, I wasn't putting her away. She was already away because she's she spends like a half an hour strutting around, hmm. being queen of the yard. Well, uh, she's cooped up so all day. <laughs> she is cooped up all day, but she's cooped up by choice. <laughs> the coop is open. She can leave anytime she wants, but she doesn't. She sits inside in a, in a sulk, and she's really mad that uh, Queenie's in the yard. That's what makes her angry. Like, but she'll go out and she'll like huff a puff around. I'm the big cheese here. And you, uh, he was feeding her the other day. Walter Cronkite, that she, she is kind of a Walter. She's a, uh, she is uh, President Kennedy was killed today. Survived by his widow. <laughs> and that's the way it <laughs> The, uh, Thing of the the other day, Eve was feeding her, and Noisy saw was trying to like coax Eve to go towards the tote that has the fe- feet chicken feet in it. Okay, so she's kind of like bark, bark, bark. she's like looking at it, gesturing to Eve with her head. Bark, 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 bark. So Eve's like walking over to it, and she's like, bark, bark, bark. and she runs over to it too, though. I wish you could see the face. It's a very good chicken Eve, face. Eve does not Eve does not really like birds very much, uh-huh. so she's kind of freaked out a little bit by the chickens. I think birds are freaky. Birds are freaky, and so Noisy was like cr- kind of crowding in. Bark, 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 bark. And then, and then Eve opened up the uh, opened up the feeder, and then she's then noisy. Who can not quite reach into it? Cause it's a little too tall. But she like put her head up onto it, like, and she's like looking down. And like, <laughs> hey, you get it? Yeah, you hear this? Yep, that's the stuff. And so then Eve put it into her little uh, tin, her little feed tin feeder, and gave it to her. And she was eating on it. And then she turned to Eve and she went, like kind of like, thanks. It was good. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. Eve, doodle thank you. Eve won't be able to sleep for a week after that experience, but it was nice that she thanked her. Uh, Queenie, Queenie, everyone, who is, of course, the chicken with Reineck. She is... You know, Reineck is... Reineck is uh, some sort of a debility that... Uh, is that a word? Disability? I don't know. De- de- uh, it's not a disability. It's the debil- Debilitating. Debilitating, yeah. But I thought... Deb- anyway. Depilatory. It's a, it's a depilatory. She has no hair on her neck. She um she has a she has this problem where she can't keep her head up for long. 
So she'll have her head up for a little while, and she's getting better and better, though. Oh, good, good. I'm, so I want you guys to know that she's getting better and better. She could actually, like, yesterday, I looked outside when I got home, and she was in the backyard, and she was walking around like a chicken. Oh. Like she had her, she was doing the head bob. Oh, nice one. Walking okay. along, kind of strutting, got her feet up high, walking, doing the whole thing. She's looking really good. And then, you know, partway through this, really, I'm looking real good. Then her head goes, because she gets tired and, yeah. and it falls. But uh, she's pretty good. And I was feeding her last night. I was feeding her um, she, her bread, some bread soaked in milk and then some strawberries. And uh, I just put them in my hand and then she like pecks in my hand. But she's gotten like her pecs have gotten so much stronger than they used to be. Like when we first were feeding like that, she'd just be kind of these weak kind of, yeah. uh, uh, uh. My head's so, uh, my neck doesn't work. But now it's just like bang, 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 bang on my, <laughs> on my hand. It's like gets right in there. That's good. It's a good sign. Yeah, so I just, does it hurt in your hand? It's a little, that's not terrible. It's just thick little pokes. What if it gets a taste for human flesh? Well, what do you mean? She's getting enough chicken. She doesn't need any more human flesh. Okay. She, uh, so she'll like, uh, yeah, she'll just poke away. So I just, I'll just ball up the, the wet bread into my palm and, and then she'll just like go, tuk, 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 and just grab it off. It's a real mess, but she's, she's really happy. Oh, good. I'm and glad she's doing it's, a little better. But it's funny. She'll eat for a bit yeah. and then she'll sleep. So it's weird. She'll like, bup, 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 eat, bup, 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 yeah. eat, bup, 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 bup. And then she'll be like, <laughs> then her head will go down and she'll kind of turn her head upside down and, and kind of cuddle into you, into my arm. And so I just sort of rock her and oh, hold her. crying out loud. That's so sweet. <laughs> and then she will she was sitting there last night and she was, well, a couple of times she's been doing that and she'll start to snore, mm-hmm. which is weird. She just kind of starts going like, <sighs> but last night she was doing this little, she's kind of going like, <coughs> I don't know what she's doing, but she's kind of going <coughs> with her mouth, inside her mouth. She's just kind of making these clicking noises. It's very cute. I wonder if they dream. It's probably a way of knowing that. I don't know. I probably guess. Probably a way of scanning for that. I guess. And what do they dream? Do they just replay the events? Because that? that's yeah. what they say with cats and dogs is they just yeah. replay what's happened during the day. Mm. What I always wonder is like if a cat or a dog is replaying that and then their brain changes things a little bit to where you were a jerk to them. Will they wake up and think you were an asshole? And like think, oh, that guy, I don't trust him because mm. they had a dream. And can they tell the difference between a dream and a reality? Now all of a sudden how, your dog thinks how you're many, the enemy. How many dogs think their master is, a, is an asshole? Well, here's the thing. Like when they're I dreaming, mean, though. Treated, what dogs who are treated well are yeah. treated... You know, well, I don't know because clearly dogs do dream. Like you see a dog oh, yeah. sleep and it's dreaming. Mm-hmm. So is it just doing a direct replay of what it went I through don't the think day, so. or does it like have some artistic change yeah. to it, or it gets a little tummy ache while it's having a dream, and now all of a sudden you're a monster that's coming after it with a stick? Like, is there is there any chance that animals have nightmares, and uh, is is that a possibility? Is it is it a fact that they dream, or are we assuming they dream because they move in their sleep? Oh, that's a good question. We have veterinarians who are yeah, uh, veterinarians. who are uh, listeners. Uh, let us uh, let us know about that. I'm just hey. wondering if it's just a nervous thing when they're laying there and their body is so still for so long. If they if they'll twitch, it really a bit feels hum- like they're hunting or running or something. Well, it feels I mean, like I mean those are natural movements that yeah. you could do in your sleep. But well, again, I'm sure someone did a brain scan or something yeah. horrible with an animal to find out. <laughs> so let's they find cut out. They open to see it, the dreams inside them. You know, someone probably did. Uh, here's my question about cats, because we're looking after this this cat right now for uh, for about two more weeks. Who's been a great cat? Uh, and every time we feed the cat, yeah. the cat flips out. Like just is it so happy about getting fed? I think it's panic that it's not going to get fed. So oh. like it's time. Like I'm in the kitchen. Yeah. I'm like, all right, well, time to get the bowl, and I'm getting the because you put some dry and then you put some wet with that. Yeah. And that's the whole process. That's, that's a natural. The thing. process takes like about a, a minute to put to, the sure. damn thing together because it's a and fussy there's cat. fifteen meows in between. And it's just. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. okay, we've been through this a lot. Has there ever been a time yeah. that I have not put the bowl down? But it's just like, hey, hey, yeah. hey, yeah. hey, hey. 
Reese is like that too. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. yeah. What's what's that about? It's a bit a little annoying because you, you're doing what you're getting them their food. Yeah. They they can calm down now. You don't need to keep telling me. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Meow. My only assumption Meow. could be well, there's two assumptions. One okay. that and I'm not gonna say who was the previous member. Yeah. To if you assume you make a cat of you and me. Oh, okay, very good. Yeah. Uh, so here's my assumptions. One, that the people who fed him occasionally forgot in the process of feeding him and That's just left bad. the bowl on the counter mm-hmm. and then went to bed. And so he flipped out and went, I got to like, just keep this, I got to keep people on track. Yeah. Or two, it's probably like when they were a kitten, there was multiple ones of them. And if you, you know, cat who shuts up, don't get no milk. So it's just like, you know, he's got to let the mom know, Hey, Hey, me too. Me. Yeah. Hey, 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 me, me, Over me, here. me. Yeah. You know, so it could be that for sure. I mean, it probably is. But I mean, I thought that cats don't meow to other cats. I thought they only meow to humans. Yeah, it's probably some kind of thing they do with the mom to let let the mom know, hey, over here, yo, yo, hey, mama. Hey, do mama. they do that? I thought they just like jump onto the teat and like push all all others out of the way. It's been a long time since I've drank milk from a cat's teat, so I do not. Know. <laughs> you don't remember? I, it's so vivid to me still to this day, kicking. Other cats out of the way as I. By the way, I, I don't know if you can teat. hear the uh, we've gotten too creepy about cats alarm going off, <laughs> but uh, we set it up. We set it I'm up. I'm just going like to look and see started, if that's. Yeah, might, might as well make sure that that's not your car because there are ne'er do wells down there, so go just check. Do you want to look out a window? No, I look, I'm looking out the window. No, I, I don't think it's my car. Okay, fair enough. Anyway, once again, uh, our, our, our veterinary friends, please let us know why do cats do that? Is there anything we can do to calm a cat down uh, when it's flipping out over the thing? Well, you push the button and then the alarm went off. Uh, it was a, a little after, though, so I don't think it was. Fine. All right, fair enough. Yeah, because that guy just loses his mind at, uh, when, it, when it's feeding time. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. when I finally put the bowl down. Maybe like, he's excited. Yeah, it's could be I mean, excited, but it sounds panicked. It sounds like. It might sound a little panicked, but I think it maybe he's just really excited. He likes his food. Yeah, he does enjoy his food. I'll tell you that much. Mm-hmm. This cat is big. This is a bowling ball. The na- <laughs> like, the, the, the layers, name, layers. Sir? Yeah, the name that we've like given for him is Pumpernickel because he's just like a big loaf of <laughs> pumpernickel bread. And there's times that we do have to pick him up for various reasons. Yeah. And oh boy, it's just like you're just picking him up, and it's like there's heavier things. Yeah, sure. Like a couch is heavier. Probably. Left a couch. Probably a couch is heavier than a cat. Probably. I wouldn't say 100. percent This cat, it's like, okay, you know how you're a parent. And when your kid just goes apparently limp, what when your kid goes limp and just yeah. says I've had enough oh. and and the cat and yeah, you I can pick up your that. child you could throw your child across the room mm-hmm. but picking the child up when it's gone limp it's yeah. like especially dense and that's <laughs> what this cat does you just yeah. like picking him up and it's like Jesus what is the how is this so heavy yeah and it's the same amount of heavy no matter who's picking them up like the strongest person in the world picks this cat up is like oh lord yeah why why did you make this i can't i can't pick them up then i got stitches in my arm no you can't not allowed to pick up cats with stitches how were all those snitches were they doing okay they you know they there's a they were kind of grumbling and complaining but you can't really feel sorry for them because they're snitches Mm -hmm. and they knew the price of snitching yeah that's true which is stitching so they get you know you get what you ask for yep that's fair that doesn't stop people from complaining of course but there you go there you go everyone hey this is totally unrelated to what hey, we're talking hay, about hay is for horses hay is for horses uh and also for chickens you can put a little hay down for a chicken really yeah have a big hay down that's what they, i don't know <laughs> no you've got something to say go i was ahead. just gonna say that we i don't have time to dick around no go not ahead. so this is not today's show right, go on. two things oh, uh two things mo- this is movie related all right, movie related. Went and saw uh, the talk and pictures. Will they take off? Will they? Take I don't off? know. I like the silent stuff. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to hear lady actresses talking. You know, I'm okay with lady actresses. 
Good on you. I think lady as actress. As got something in lady actress seems like the most redundant thing anyone's ever said. Uh, I we went and saw Kingsman. Kingsman. Okay, and what's the full name? Kingsman, the and Golden the Circle. Golden Circle jerk. No, no, just the Kingsman, the Golden Circle. Oh, very good. Same way the other one was Kingsman, the Secret Service. Very good. It wasn't and the Secret Service. It's just the Secret Service. Uh, did you see the movie? Yes, you did. Yeah, I saw the previous I, film. I I really liked the first Kingsman film. I thought that was a it was a really fun, over the top Bond spoof a la Matt Helm or or in like Flynn or whatever that you okay. if you like you know if you like spy films with a lot of action. Mm-hmm. Those movies for you. I thought, that, the, I thought the church scene was amazing. That was probably one of the I've greatest. Watched, yeah. I've watched that over and over again <laughs> in various forms. That was, a, that was yeah. fantastic. It's an amazingly shot scene. And there's nothing to nothing like it in the second film, unfortunately. Like they, That's too bad. No attempt to, to, to recapture that thing. Uh, I, I did enjoy the film. I've, I've seen like that a lot of people don't like it. A lot of okay. critics have, have come down on it. But I think if you like, if you like that franchise, and I do... I liked everything about the the first film. Um, then you'll kind of put up with this movie being a little long and very long. It's about two yeah. hours and twenty minutes. But then that's a James Bond movie. There's to be no, that long? There's no James Bond movies that aren't a half hour too long. Yeah, yeah. Trim it up, Bond. <laughs> Trim it up. But this movie also could have done that. And it's weird. Have you seen the trailer for it? Yep. Okay, so you know that like the house gets the mansion gets blown or the manor house gets blown up. And he's sad. He's and he's sad and it's rainy and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, because it's it's weird because that okay that film came out super great film didn't do great in the box office. Okay. Did okay but not super great. Did the first film do? Super That's what I mean. Great. That's what I mean. It didn't oh, do so great one. the first okay. film. So so I think with the second one they're thinking what what didn't people like about the first film and what they decided that people didn't like about the first film too British. Too many Brits, too many British accents, too many British cars, hmm. too many umbrellas and it bowler wasn't hats. Lisping Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, he's great. That's that's the greatest thing in that movie. I love that. No, the, the yeah. church scene is the greatest. Thing okay, in that movie. but I love his villain hey, in that guys, film. You guys, what's going on? Yeah, that's, that's so great. The greatest scene in the think of the movie. But it's so fun. You wit. It's so fun. Okay. So uh, yeah, and his, you know, his motivation as a character, like he's. So evil, but he thinks he's doing so, being so good, sure. you know, which makes is an interesting villain. And his plan, while outlandish, is simple and clear in that film. You never, you never hear that hit that moment. Where you're just kind of like, what? Yeah. What which are is they why doing? It's not like a James Bond movie. I mean, James Bond films. Okay, to be fair to James Bond films, most of the time the plans make some sense if you really pay attention. But yeah, gotta gotta pay attention. And you just have to, and you have to accept like the outlandishness of them, right? You know, and the same with this film. I mean, it's an outlandish plan. Does it have the product placement of the last one? Do they stop for a moment to do a commercial for McDonald's? No. And I say that as being in a movie where we stop and do a co- literal commercial for Subway. So I cannot, <laughs> can. I cannot throw too many stones in that direction. But but yeah, yeah. The the movie just went. I love a Big Mac. Yeah. Oh, do you? Okay. <laughs> well, let's all eat the Big Macs. Oh, when I started, I went. Me too. Um, but see, so the, all that stuff gets blown up. So they just blow up everything. Mm-hmm. Kingsmen. And then everything gets, comes to the States for the Statesmen. Yeah. It's a, it's a good name. So, but I mean, so my thinking is that it's like, okay, people don't like British stuff. Like Downton Abbey, who cares about that garbage? Everyone hates that stuff. So we'll get rid of all the British stuff. Mm-hmm. We'll bring it to America. Then people will like it because now it's full of Americans who are speaking with Southern accents because we make whiskey, you know? And so it's just yeah. like... And you just kind of, you're kind of, well, 
you know what I liked about the other one was the Britishness of it, was the idea of these characters who are so very, very proper being, you know, these great fighters and, and you know. It seems more a British thing to do, that they'd be training and have the history and mm-hmm. have the reverence. Yeah. And, and, and the thing about James Bond is, uh, yeah, he's very, you know, together guy and does all the things and he's very slick. But uh, he is looser yeah. than the organization. The organization, for all, you know, he's like very proper and knows how to play Bacharach and all yeah. this and order the right drinks and do this. Uh, they're always going, you're a rebel. Stop it. Yeah. Bring the car back in one piece. Don't fuck around, fucky. Stop <laughs> it. You're the big boopity doo. Uh, so, like, you know, when you get to America, America's so loosey-goosey anyway. Yeah. Well, what's this organization going to be yeah, like? Yeah, yeah. It's, I haven't seen the movie, but I'm just like, yeah, you're all yeah. cowboys. Well, you're all rebels. Well, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And I would still recommend the film. There's lots sure. of great... You know, Matthew Vaughn is a very good action director, and his use of the camera and the way he films the action scenes... You Magic know, Glass, who looks good? It's, it's Well, yeah, when it's used properly, it's very surprising. It's, well, I know... I saw the, the one. Trailer, so. I saw the one trailer. Okay, I saw the one trailer, and I didn't remember the, the lasso being used uh, in that trailer. But, but uh, yeah, when it's used in the film, I was like, oh, cool. Um... But uh, and then the the villain isn't as good as Samuel Jackson, and the plan is very Bond like in the sense that you're just kind of like, what? Why is the thing? I mean, it has it has a really good idea. It sort of has a built-in countdown clock in the plan mm-hmm. that's counting down to to human disaster, and that's very good because you get a sense of like impending disaster. That's not just that kind of weirdly localized feeling of a Bond film where it's kind of like, you know, everything that's bad is in a volcano, is in a you know. Uh, hollow volcano right it's you know it's worldwide and you have a sense of impending worldwide doom in this film and yet the villain still feels kind of powerless in the way that they have it set up in the movie hmm. but i almost feel like her the count this countdown i'm talking about would be better if it was an accidental result of, of a more coherent plan than the way it is in the film mm-hmm. unfortunately they didn't ask me to do a rewrite or even my opinion on the script, so it's too bad. Now, do you know if this film was based on uh, set, like the first film was based on a comic by I, Mark Millar? I don't know. Uh, and uh, Dave Dave Gibbons. Dave Gibbons, yeah. And uh, yeah, just wondering if this one was based on uh, a feature story uh, or a subsequent story by them. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, my feeling about well, Matthew Vaughn also did Kick Ass, which is also a Mark Millar story. Yes. And my feeling with with what Matthew Vaughn does with the Mark Miller stories is that he. He fixes them, yes. He fixes makes them, fixes them. He makes them much better. If you don't, you get wanted. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. And that's not very good. But Mark Millar, uh, if you don't know who Mark Millar is, he's a comic book writer who who, who basically... Oh, sorry. The Mark Millar alarm is going off right now. <laughs> uh, if we say his name uh, more than three times, that goes... Anyway, you can hear that. Uh, he uh, writes comics to make into movies. He, make, he okay. writes what feels like properties yes uh, stories mm-hmm. and they kind of come across as that way and there's a lot of like putting celebrities into them mm. you know a lot of that so like the first uh kingsman story i forgot i think it was just called the secret service yeah uh the comic but they kidnap uh, mark hamill okay and then in the movie mark hamill is in it but as an, a character not just being mark hamill yeah but it's that kind of kind of cutesy stuff yeah that you know uh some people like and if you're me you go like eh, fuck. <laughs> Come on, man. You know, yeah. just like, just pitch a movie then. Why are you doing this yeah. comic? And I and, and I love, I want Dave Gibbons to have all the money. Mm-hmm. And I want, uh, I'm happy that he's doing well. Sure. 
Uh, but I don't know. I don't know about yeah, that. I just you know. and so I don't. I don't. And they're know. also very cynical comics. They're very kind of mean spirited comics. Mm-hmm. The humor is kind of you know snarky and yeah. you know if you like that kind of thing, it's the kind of thing you like. And I think it like if if I was like in my early twenties, I'd like it more because mm-hmm. like yeah, fuck the world. You're right. Yeah, blow up Obama's head. Fuck that guy. Yeah. You know, but you know, what are you gonna do? Uh, and there's a nice pay. If, if people didn't like the the bu- I'll call it the bum scene in uh, the first. Uh, where he has sex Kingsman. with a hobo. Where he has sex with a hobo with a shotgun. Uh, if you didn't like the bum scene in that film, there is a nice payoff in a couple ways in this in this film that uh, are enjoyable. And I'll say no more about it. I w- I'll still recommend it, though. I still okay. recommend it as a as a as a theater experience. Like, oh, you know, we saw it as the fa- four of us in the family, and we we all enjoyed it. The only problem we had was that we went to see it in the VIP uh, thing, the VIP place. Yeah. Which, uh. So you got a hamburger? No, because here's the thing. This is our second time going to the VIP as a family. The first time we went, this is not with you, we went uh, as a family, we went and saw, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. In the VIP, which I'd already seen the VIP with you guys, but I went again with, with the family. Right. And, uh, Lisa really liked it. She really enjoyed it. But the thing was is that Lisa's idea of going to see a movie is you leave five minutes before the movie starts. That's how, that's how you oh, okay. go to see a movie. So the VIP thing is, was sort of wasted because, she didn't get to experience like the ordering yeah, and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. So when I was saying, when I was look, booking tickets, I was going to just book tickets for the AVX. And she said, and I said, well, there's VIP and AVX. And then I was, and she goes, oh, VIP, oh, let's do that. So I said, oh, okay. So I, and it's not that much more for the VIP than for the AVX. No, they make the money off you buying drinks mm-hmm. and snacks. Yeah. So why would it be? Yeah. And so I, uh, I said, oh, that's fine. So I got tickets for the AVX or for the VIP. So then we all trooped into the car. Got to the theater, got there you know a little early so yeah. we could actually enjoy it. The so VIP you get there experience. about a half hour early if you're going to have like a meal sure, there. Sure, So we got there a little early. We weren't quite a half an hour. Well, maybe we were about uh, anyway. Get there a little early. Yeah. Uh, Mary didn't bring her ID to a VIP place no. that serves alcohol. So this is like well, so then the guy at the uh, he's like, well, you could go see the the AVX film which had started ten minutes or fifteen minutes before. What? But were you just in trailers? You it was probably still in trailers. Yeah. But we paid for the VIP thing. I don't want to go to the yeah. ABX. So so I said, okay, you guys, you didn't, so Lisa and Eve, you guys go into the yeah. into the uh, theater. Mary and I are driving home. We're getting our ID. Because you've already seen the movie. And we're coming back again. No, I've not seen this movie. This is Kingsman. Oh, sorry. Okay. My and so then uh, Mary felt guilty because she's like, well, I can drive myself home. But the problem is, no, you can't because your ID is at home. You can't be driving my car for right. your ID. So we get into my car. We drive home. And it's one of those drives. Like the drive there, the drive home is okay. Yeah. You're driving back, and uh, you you know you're going home, and you're just like okay, looking at the clock. Everything's fine. We're doing good here. We're doing fine. Yeah. Get home. It's ten after seven. Movie starts at quarter, quarter after seven. Mm-hmm. But quarter after seven, that's when the ads and stuff start. So right. I'm thinking we're okay. So then Mary runs in, gets her ID, comes back out. Then we get driving, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, we had a really nice run there the first first yeah. time. Really nice. This road is awful. It's an awful road. It's a two-lane highway uh, that leads to the freeway, so it's fairly busy. They've made a chock-a-block with lights for reasons only known to to city planners. And uh, everyone who drives on it, for some reason, cannot see that the the speed limit reads 8-0. Everyone seems to think it's 6-0. I don't know why. It's very frustrating. So we get on. So we get there. I'm just like, I'm thinking to myself, okay, just clear, clear run, clear run. Get it behind this person. There are 60. They can't read eight. They can only see a six there. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. If, if they made the eight red, I don't know how to make it clearer. So they were driving 60. Then we miss a light. 
Then a gravel truck <laughs> with a pup turns the corner in front of us. Now it's on the road. And then we're following Mr. and Mrs. 60. So we're following them. And then we're behind this gravel truck, which is trying to go 60. So we're driving along. And I think I'm wearing down all the enamel on my teeth at this point. But I'm trying not to say anything. Because yeah. I know Mary feels guilty about this whole thing. Right. So I don't want to guilt her out. So I'm just like trying to be... Just grinding the teeth as loud as possible. I'm just... Well, hear. no, I was being very quiet. I was actually biting my biting my teeth, my lips in between the teeth. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then I, but and, I was trying to be and, like positive. Yeah, driving in silence. It's good for a kid. I was trying to be positive. I was yeah. like, it's going to be fine. We're going to make it. Everything's it's fine. Fine. Yeah. I know this truck's in front of It'll us. It'll be out on DVD in six months. This truck's in front <laughs> of us. It's all good. And then... And then, and then, you know, we slowly crept our way down. We, we you know what? We hit every light. <laughs> every light was red. It's, it was ideal. This is exactly what you want when you rush. Get down. We, we turn. And then we're waiting for the, the van screen. I'm in front of this Mr. and Mrs. 60 still. The truck's gone on, on his way. He's gone onto the freeway. I'm sitting behind Mr. and Mrs. 60. The light changes. They're sitting there. They have the event screen. They're just hanging there. I don't know what they're doing. Waiting. Waiting for the right moment. Oh, my Lord. So then I leaned on the horn. Yeah. I leaned on the horn so hard. I was honking. Nee. Someone else in another lane started honking. I don't know. I thought they thought, that sounds fun. I'm going to honk too. Sure. Me, both of us honk. <laughs> this car going on. The, oh, I'm sure they felt really terrible. And then they, they would turn in the same mall as us where the movie theater was. But they, they turned sooner and yeah. we kept going. So then Mary and I got out of the car. Then we went running towards the escalator, ran out of the escalator. There's two guys blocking the escalator. They hear us coming up. They move over. Good. He said, he said, uh, late for the movie? I said, yes, you bet. Then we ran in, ran in, got there. Just as the uh, like opening credits started, like the you know showing like the the theater like or the studio right. logo, got there just in time. Sat down, bingo. Now Perfect. had uh, had Lisa ordered you some food. I well I just asked for a popcorn and a drink. Oh very so good. Okay. They were, they were. Did Lisa? Unfortunately, order they ordered popcorn and a drink. Yeah. Which is nice, but they ordered one popcorn. So when we got there, we got the bottom half of a, bu- a bucket of popcorn. Oh my gosh. Who wants that? What a world. No one. It's terrible. No one, no one separates the butter anymore. No one does like a half full butter, half, you know, no one does that unless you request it. I used to go out with somebody um, for, for a period of time, a okay. uh, substantial period of time. And uh, here's what would happen. Yeah. They'd put the butter on top of the popcorn yeah. and I'd hand it over to her and she would reach it and she'd take a big handful off the top and basically take all the butter <laughs> and, just like, and, and she would eat that. And I would be horrified. <laughs> That you would do that. Like, what kind of human being? Uh-huh. What kind of human being? Mm-hmm. But they made up for it by talking through the movie. So that was Oh, good. okay. That's um, nice, too. I know. Because they couldn't understand the film and they would ask you questions about it? No, just because it's, you know, why not talk during a movie? Oh, what's, okay. what's the problem? Mm. What's the issue with that? <laughs> I prefer to watch a film when I see it. Yeah. That's I prefer what... to eat popcorn when I, uh, when I have it. <laughs> Not bitter. Uh, Not bitter at all. All right, I got about I got about ten more minutes left, so okay. yeah, I'm going to give you two options for conversation okay. topics, or you can bring up a third if you. No, have no, a you third tell, one me what, tell me what you got. All right, well, one of two things. Uh, Hugh Hefner passed away. Mm-hmm. We can talk a little bit about okay. that. Okay. Uh, there's a new Star Trek that's out. Uh, we can talk about that. Okay, I can't talk about that. Why is that? Because you're involved with it. Uh, yes, I have. I'm in a romantic relationship with Star Trek Discovery, Discoverer, Discover ish. Sure, Discoverish. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, well, maybe we'll talk about that in a future thing. I just want to ask you. I've not about... seen it, so no, I can't I really gotcha. comment on it. I want to ask you just generally what you feel about Star Trek. Uh, you know how I feel about Star well, Trek. Well, how, how it pertains to certain things, and there's other things. Okay, and there's like okay. a knockoff Star Trek series that's out there right now. I we can talk about either. that another time. Okay. So, Hugh Hefner. Here we go. So, uh, you know, uh, Hugh Hefner passes away. Everyone's done the jokes. Yes. We've all put out the jokes because you got to put out the jokes. <laughs> uh, first of all, I've, yeah. I've done both, you know, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the attaching ones and the uh, and the and the snarky ones. Did you request to be buried face down between two pillows? Is that the uh, classic? Oh, that's a pretty good one. Okay. No, I have not. Uh, okay. I have not heard that. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of like you know uh, rigor mortis and erections and ah. that kind of stuff. This, that's pretty uh, standard. And then, so, if your rigor mortis lasts for more than 24 hours, you should consult a doctor. Uh, they, I'm telling you that that's not um, that's not a million miles away from most of them. Yeah. Okay. There's like the common thread. Yeah. There's the Yahtzee. Yeah. And when you see that the Yahtzee's happened, then okay. you've got to withdraw yourself from the Yahtzee and <laughs> okay, okay. come up with a more original joke. Sure, sure. But what I'm seeing is... Uh, I haven't seen any of the jokes. So my, if my jokes uh, stepped on other jokes, I apologize. So so what I'm seeing right now is I'm seeing, you know, there's the uh, the, the tributes of like, you know, this guy, he revolutionized the this and yeah, that sure. and whatever. And then there's the outright dismissals okay. of, you know, that's this, that and the, and the other. I don't think and, you can dismiss him, but okay. Yeah, well, that's the thing, though. It's like, you know... Uh, what what I was reading on one of these like uh, big dismissals was, uh, you know, that the uh, sexual revolution would have happened anyway. Uh, you know, when you say like, oh, but he published all these auth- authors, you know, uh, Ursula Le Guin and uh, Margaret Atwood and Saul Roland Dahl and, and, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. and all this. Yeah, well, there's uh, other magazines at the time that were putting edgy writing out there, so there wasn't okay. that. Okay. Uh, and uh, I find I find this is something. The thing that I find a little bit I don't want to say upsetting. About this, but what I find upsetting is is the, is blanket dismissals of people. Mm-hmm. You know, if if someone's well, especially uh, a pioneer, mm-hmm. you know. But but in, okay, there's a there's a siren coming coming okay. by. We've sure. got to do this as part of our thing. What was it? You're right. It was uh, it was the Ghostbusters car. Um, it was that ambulance. <laughs> but there's just a general thing I I, I find we're like I believe you. I didn't look. I didn't if turn someone look. does, if someone is you know a mixed. You know, some good, some bad. You got to get rid of all the good as well. Sure. You got to put that. You got to put yeah. that aside. Well, it's our, it's our one hundred and ten percent culture that we live in right now. Either you are one hundred ten percent black or one hundred percent one hundred ten percent white. Right. There cannot be gray. There can be no and no also, mixtures. I see to to people who are you know younger people nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know who's Hugh Hefner? Ah, uh, he's the guy that goes on TV and talks about having the five girls every night mm. who all take turns blowing him and fucking him after he's taken his uh, Viagra, mm. and uh, then they go out dancing afterwards. Yeah. yeah. And and it's like, well, yeah, that's creepy shit. That looks like a vampire. That's not good at all. Yeah. Bad. Boo. I don't care for that. Mm. Why are you bragging about that? That's not sexual revolution. I mean, good that you're having some fun, but uh, there's a lot of issues and problems. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. But then there's also the guy who broke the color barrier in stand-up uh, where like uh, it used to be there was two stand-up scenes, the white scene and there mm-hmm. was the black scene. Sure. And then he booked Dick Gregory for his Chicago club. And that broke that all down. And then you got like your Flip Wilsons and Nipsey Russells, and then you know the culture changed for stand up, and it opened up. Another comics who shall go unnamed. Well, who who else? Was Bill it? Cosby. Oh yeah, Bill Cosby. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's weird that I don't. You know, I understand now, of course, with the Bill Crosby, the there you could just dismiss. You know, <laughs> just dismiss that man. Yes. <laughs> no, you, you can't actually. For the, the 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 material, the material is good. Uh, I I yeah. For some reason, I don't know why I I don't include Bill Cosby in that, but I should for sure. Yeah. Okay. That's that's fair enough. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there was like you know a revolution of uh, you know of comedy, and you know you can go yeah, it would have happened anyway. But man, you can say that about anything. Then. Yes. You yeah. Know, you can say the civil rights yeah. movement would have happened anyway. Jackie Robinson would have happened anyway. Eventually. Yeah, we would have had gay marriage. But you need. Anyway. Yeah, you need. I mean, Jackie Robinson. You need some white person to make that step to break down. You know, all the prejudice and everything to hire a black baseball player. You need. That person who, you know, and let's just, but I, okay, even just like Playboy itself is, I'm not just, you know, I have quite a few Playboys at home. I uh, was at a garage sale, I don't know, maybe 15 years ago, 
in, in my neighborhood and some guy had like two boxes of Playboys for sale and pretty much it was like $20 for two boxes of Playboys. Mm-hmm. And they're all like 60s, early 70s Playboys. And I was just like, I'm in. Not that I'm, I do like looking at the pictures of the ladies. I'm all, all for ladies in magazines, but... Some of them might be doctors. Some of them might be doctors or became doctors. I don't know. But what's also great about them is just they're really beautiful magazines. Like just in terms of as an artifact of a time when you could have a magazine that's like, a, an, you know, like two centimeters thick and it's not just all one type of paper. It's got different designs. It has die cut pages. It has, you know, heavier stock in it. It's got... You know, and these beautiful cartoons that are full page watercolor cartoons, yeah. not just one or two, but f- you know, seven or eight of these beautiful paintings every he issue. He wanted to be a cartoonist originally. Yeah. And, and he was always really... very, and as p- someone who likes comics, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to ignore the, uh, the ambulances and stuff now because look, we don't have the time. Uh, <laughs> you got to give him that too. It's like, you know, what he did for the craft of cartooning and supporting cartoonists. Yeah. Again, Wilson. And yeah. you just keep Jack Cole and just keep going and going mm-hmm. and going. Mm-hmm. And like all these amazing cartoonists that really wouldn't have had. And you might go, they would have been published anyway. But they weren't. This it's actually not, did yeah. happen. Some actions do matter, you know. And But it also gave voice to to cartoonists who couldn't or didn't fit the New Yorker model yeah. or didn't fit the Saturday Evening Post model. And it gave it allowed for edgier humor. Like Gain Wilson is, was not at that time someone who was publishable in you know in uh yeah. in normal the mainstream magazines he was someone who's a little edgier and so he needed someone to introduce him into the into that marketplace and hugh hefner was a great cartoon editor he did all the cartoon editing himself he did not have a sub-editor who who he went through all the submissions and chose people and um at first it's terrible that his name's got it on my head but there's a, a really great watercolorist uh, cartoonist who he he was actually applying to just do illustrations for the mag, like like advertising illustrations and whatnot. Sent gave his portfolio to Hugh Hefner. Hefner said, "You know, I love your style. You should do cartoons." He's like, "Well, I'm not really into cartoons. Uh, that's not really." And then he said, "Well, this is how much you'll make doing cartoons." And he said, "You know what? Love cartoons. I'm all in on this. I'm all in on this." And yeah, he just was provided with a caption and he just did the art for them. But you know, now it's just. Because Hefner just saw his style and said, your style would be perfect for, for cartoons. Like I, and it's not just, but I mean, the, the Playboy interview was a revolution in its day. There was no other magazine of that time period mm-hmm. when it started that was doing these huge interviews that took several pages. You know, like something like the Comics Journal took that and, and did it with cartoonists. Yeah. But Hefner was doing it with, or Hefner's magazine was doing it with everyone, not just cartoonists, but with stand-up comics. Politicians. And, and politicians and athletes. Authors. Yeah. Everyone, you know, who was important of that time period was in Playboy magazine, whether they like, were writers like John Updike and Saul Bellow. And, and yeah, and, you got to know the authors as, as, as people as well, mm-hmm. which seems like a weird thing. But like, think now how often you see an author on television, whereas that used to be like uh, with The Tonight Show, the last segment was probably like an author would yeah, come out and yeah. do a thing. And yeah, you would get to know the authors as people. Yeah. You get to know the authors as sure. the topics that they're covering. The topics are the thing. Yeah. You know, uh, but like a novelist? When do you, when do you see a novelist on like? It's a, weird. David Letterman was like the last holdout on that. I remember seeing P.D. James, uh, the British mystery novelist, interviewed, and Fran Lebowitz was a regular. Yeah. A, a, you know, not that she's written very much in the last forty years. No, but she's more of a character. She's now. more of a character now. But I mean, social studies and with metropolitan life, whatever. The, yeah. Those two books were like in the day were like huge smashes, you know, in terms of like uh, the in the in the new sort of people. 
Wow. We're ignoring them. I don't know what's going on here. Now, this, these car alarms are really starting to bug me. Absolutely. And the flip that I also want, like, I think you can go too far on both sides. Mm. The other the other side of this, you know, that I've seen is, you know, people complaining about, you know, how women were treated at Playboy. And, and you know, the response to that is, well, everyone was consenting. Everything was fine. Everything was on board. And it's like, okay, there was there was decades there. There was probably some damaged people. There was some stuff that went down. You know, don't 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 tell me that everything was was yeah. fine and above board. You but know, I look, mean, you could say that is about acting. You definitely could say that about. You know acting. what I mean? Like any you could any definitely place that you... you could definitely say that about acting. But you know, uh, certain environments present themselves. You know, where if you are going to be a predator, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to be a predator. Sure. And you know, there's stories of the grotto, and there's stories of things that happened. Okay. And you know, and you can gloss them over and go like, "Hey, but you know," and but also look. But, but I feel like you can kind of divide Hefner's life into two halves. One is the magazine half of his life, mm-hmm. and then you seem to move up. You know, as his daughter took over the the empire, and he moved into just being sort of a figurehead. You know, and that's a totally different Hefner. You know, he's not. He's no longer a, like a, a dynamic, vibrant person anymore. He's just become sort of this and then other he, character. I can I can go like I can divide that in half too. Unfortunately, where I can go like there's the Hugh Hefner who was you know just you'd see him in interviews and mm-hmm. very charming and yeah. he was on The Simpsons and he's this and that. Yeah. And then Viagra came out, mm. and then he became this real kind of advocate for it and would talk about like, well, now I'm back in the game, and you know d- again dating like you know six t- different women in the same night, and you're going like. Okay, I guess this is part of the sexual revolution. You could by, technically by say... By dating, do you mean fucking? Or whatever. Okay. You know what? I don't even know what you do at that age. You just try to stop turning to ash. You know, it's fine. And, you know, but... Oh, it broke off inside you. Yeah, but when, you know, you're the guy who keeps getting older and the women all stay the same age, mm. there's something there that you go like, yeah, you know what? That is a little creepy. Mm-hmm. That is a little, again, I keep coming back to vampirish, <laughs> uh, a little bit Dracula. It's so, not... It's not for people like you and I, but apparently there are people out there who, if they were wealthy enough, would surround themselves by beautiful young women. You're absolutely right. And there's some people who would like to, who are fine with having sex for, you know, for money, which is fine. You can do that. Or for power or Mm -hmm. for hope for opportunities or for whatever. Uh, And uh, I am also free to go, good on you if you want to do that. (laughs) And also to myself, it's like watching someone... You know, eat a steak with ice cream on it. Yeah. <laughs> as long yes. as, as long as you know yeah. everything is on board, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I guess just in general, here's the thing. Like the the side note on this is, you know, recently, you know, Joss Whedon has been kind of uh, outed by his uh, ex wife or wife. I don't know if they're divorced for cheating on her and this, and that's okay. all. And that is all bad. Yeah. You know, bad on you. It's not my business, really. But like you know, uh, you know, cheating on your wife and hurting someone that you love. Yeah. That's bad. But I don't know their relationship. Yeah. I don't know the situation. Mm-hmm. She has like written an article about it. Da 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 da. But then again, there's so many people now have, going. Haven't well, read like, it. Well, yeah, I guess he was never a feminist then. It's like because you know, she said he's not a feminist because you know he cheated on her, and it's like oh, I well, don't. Well, that seems kind of different to me, but okay. Yeah. Well, here's my problem with that, and here's what I here here's what I said about that. Okay. I know uh, uh, I know uh, quite a few women, uh, some of who are married to other women. Uh, who have cheated on their partners. Yeah. And they're sure as hell feminists. You know, they're not, not feminists. Yeah. Because they're unfaithful. That's mm-hmm. a completely different thing. You can give me names later. I, I, I certainly will. But, 
I think that's something that we want to do is like if some if someone's something that wipes out everything else. Yeah. You know, and I think that's a dangerous thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, because that is rewriting history, and rewriting history is 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 a very dangerous thing to do. So if you know, yes, you could go, oh, that's bad on him for that, even though I really don't think it is my business. But you know, you can still say Buffy was an important show. Yeah. For for what it was, or you can still say the video he did about Planned Parenthood was a really great video, or you can say all the other things he's done are are, are great. Both things can. Exist exist at the mm-hmm. same time mm-hmm. you know and so don't just uh, wipe everyone yeah. away with the same brush and yeah. let's look at everything individually and i don't fucking know what i'm talking about well i mean that if it was a longer show i'd get more into it the the thing is if you're you know you're thinking i'm not going to stop watching buffy i'm not going to watch buffy but i, I wouldn't not you've watch watched buffy. all of buffy. i've watched all of buffy and there's no meaning for me to watch the game but i wouldn't not watch buffy because he had an affair with like it is you know like there's also what, what I wasn't watching in movies Buffy, then. Buffy, Buffy is a show where people do have affairs mm-hmm. and for shitty reasons. Yeah, and it's and it's bad and it's like it's mm-hmm. not like yeah. But uh, but the 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 thing on he that he couldn't that, see his own art. He couldn't see his own or, the warnings you know, in his own. You you put things from your own life into your own art, and that's how you put it through. But I don't know. That's again that's projecting, uh, which is again not a super great thing to do. But how can you not with art? You project no matter what. Was you know. was Xander Joss Whedon? Is that his? Was that his stand-in in the show? Could be Riley. Riley, uh, Riley went to the brothel and uh, you know was getting the vampire uh, broth- brothel. Yeah, vampire brothel. Yeah, that was dumb, wasn't it? There's a lot of uh, that was a terrible. You know season. what? Let's uh, let's say some of Buffy was dumb. Oh let's yeah. Let's not rewrite history on Buffy. Oh, either. I have no problem. Okay, very good. I have no problem uh, condemning elements of Buffy. I need to go to work now, and I feel terrible. Okay, that we're, that we're short. I'm sorry. This. It's it's but just, Dave, it's I can tell fault. you something it's that I'm fault. going to work on right now. Okay. It's really nice. I can. I, I'll, I'll tell you something else later okay. that I have to tell you off off mic. All right. But uh, I'm I'm working on Mad Magazine now. Oh, nice. Yeah, I just got my first thing mm. approved. Okay. And I'm going to point at something and show you and show you what I'm doing a sequel to. Okay. And you can see it, but no one else can. I'm yeah. doing a sequel to that. Nice. Very good. Nice. So that's the thing I'm doing a sequel to. The answer. I'll the answer is a later. sequel to Cracked Magazine. <laughs> no. Cracked was the best one. No, crazy. You should have said crazy magazine. Marvel's, uh, no one can say that crazy was the best one. No one can say that. No one can say that. That would be like committing adultery. Folks, I'm on so sorry chickens. that this was a, a, a shorter one. Uh, I blame Dave's wound. <laughs> yeah. I, and, and also, that's to be the, fair, that's, the, that's what to be complained. Dave needed more than six dishes, and he has been bleeding out through I, this whole uh, she, time. The do- the, I think the doctor recognized that I was uncomfortable with her with her facial jewelry, and she, she cut. She cut uh, the job in half. Wouldn't it be the... hilarious if you got to the end of your stitches and the final one was her nose ring? <laughs> she got stuck in there? Yeah. She That's went, a problem. I ran out of stitches. Well, it could fall in. There you in. go. It could just drop out oh, of sure its... Oh, sure could. Yeah. Absolutely. That is, a, that, that is a big problem. I don't... It's not into it. Okay, fair enough. But don't you like are it. still okay with lady doctors. I don't even like it in a barista. I don't... The doctor seems even worse somehow. I don't know. I think it is more likely to fall out into your coffee than into your wound. Ah, uh, Whatever. Well, anyway, that's the goodbye alarm. <laughs> if you've got uh, if you've got strong opinions, and why wouldn't you uh, about uh, this week's show? We're gonna go longer next week. We'll go longer next week. I pity the poor person who has to male or female. We're not gonna tell you who uh, who's gonna be sitting here next to us next week. Yeah, uh, poor person who's gonna have poor to them. deal with that long poor show. Poor them. Anyway. Uh, but if you want to talk to us, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can go to sneakydragon.com. That is our website. Message boards are there. Dave puts up things on there. You can go to Facebook. I put up things on Facebook. Like our page. Why not? Sure. Uh, you can go to email. 
SneakyD at SneakyDragon.com. We have said that already, but we're going to say it one more time. SneakyD at SneakyDragon.com. Who should be emailing us? Crystal, get off your duff and email us with some contact information so we can arrange this thing. Sorry for about that duff talk. Uh, we are uh, <laughs> we are on Twitter, Sneaky underscore Dragon Tumblr, SneakyDragon.tumblr. Uh, and, uh, I want to apologize for duff talk. And if you want to leave us a message uh, on Skype, we're at Sneaky Dragon on Skype. Look for our little logo. You can leave us a little message. We'd love to hear from you. Deaf guys don't dance. Whew.